This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Wide receiver could be one of the more interesting position groups for the Indianapolis Colts in 2023. Will Michael Pittman Jr. solidify himself as the long-term wide receiver one for the Colts? Does Alec Pierce take the next step? And what about that battle between Josh Downs and Isaiah McKenzie? Well, let's talk about it. Welcome to the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation on SI.com part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, joined here by my co-host and fellow writer at Horseshoe Huddle, Drake Wally. Drake, the 4th of July weekend is, is coming up pretty quickly. We're, we're getting into the heat of the summer. Uh, not a lot of football going on. Uh, and that's why we're doing these positional breakdowns, because there really isn't any football news going on. But hey, how you doing, Drake? How you preparing for the upcoming holiday weekend? Well, you know, uh, me and my girlfriend, Aubrey, we're uh, trying to get some people to come over for a, a little campfire. So we're just getting things, things, you know, prepped for that where you haven't cleaned your house in like two weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's just spick and span, you know, so so that you don't look so, so uh, you know, you can have company over. But it's it's a great time to really get these positions covered. And I, I think we said this in the last episode, man, this is such a different team that it's worth it. It's it's very warranted. We need to dive into these wide receivers now. Pittman's obviously going to be one guy that, you know, we're going to talk about, but it's going to be really fun to watch McKenzie versus Downs. It's going to be fun to talk about Alec Pierce and some of these other depth chart guys too. 
Right. And, and wide receiver, I mean, it, it's kind of self-explanatory, but this group is going to be, again, one of the most crucial groups for yep. the development of Anthony Richardson. I mean, Anthony Richardson can't catch the ball, so he's got to have guys that are that are right there and, and ready to go. We already at the chat is already popping off and, and Patrick started us off with a super chat already. <laughs> Patrick is the legend. If you're new around here, you, you know that Patrick. Patrick means business. Hey, Patrick, we love you. And we're going to get to your question first here uh, tonight about the wide receivers. He asks, he says, does uh, Michael Pittman Jr. prove he's a wide receiver one for the Colts? Yes. But where does he sit on a ranking chart compared to every other team's wide receiver one? Comparing all those names would be fun. And and because you, you asked it, Patrick, that's the first thing we are going to do tonight here. Stats, Matt, in the building um, saying it's hard to determine uh, Pittman's volatility uh, uh, Pittman's wide receiver one ability because of the volatility uh, volatility if I can speak correctly he's had at quarterback uh, John Davis is in the chat as well it should have started by now but I don't think he has proven to be a wide receiver one Gary Stidham is here as well Guys, we're going to have a very fun discussion about the wide receivers tonight. And if you haven't done so already, please go ahead and follow us on all the things like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook, follow at Colts on FN on Twitter, and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live. Hit that like button on this video uh, if you're enjoying us because that is always a big help to us with the YouTube algorithm. And if you can't catch us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on there as well. So don't forget to subscribe uh, to your favorite podcast platforms for the Horseshoe Huddle podcast. But Drake, without further ado, the the people don't want to hear me talk about all that stuff. They want to talk about the wide receiver position. And we're going to dive right in. Because of that super chat, we're diving into Patrick's question right away. Where where does Mike, before we really dive in uh, to our expectations for Michael Pittman Jr. uh, for the 2023 season, Drake, where do you think he sits ranked uh, on a on a chart? Say we're ranking all the wide receivers in the NFL. Where do you think Michael Pittman Jr. ranks uh, as far as his his standing within the NFL when compared to the other wide receiver ones around the league? You know that's a that's a really good question. I think the better way to answer that because um, that's a whole episode right there. You know, that's an entire episode. <laughs> I think uh, so. Very well done, Patrick. Thank you again. Uh, I don't think that he is currently in the upper echelon. I don't think he's with the Stefan Diggs and, you know, the Devonte Adams or, you know, Devonte Smith's AJ Browns of the world. Um, I do think he is more alongside maybe even T Higgins, maybe even a guy like DJ Moore, who has kind of similarly had some ups and downs at quarterback, you know, coming from Carolina um, he kind of gets a fresh start with Justin Fields. I think he's kind of more in the middle, though, because you just haven't been able to see him stick with somebody consistent, and he hasn't been able to show that true wide receiver one you know, stat line that everybody's looking for. So I think right now he's in the middle of the pack. Now, if you're talking about the upper echelon wide receiver ones, I think he's got to be behind most of them. Yeah, I would say if if we're talking about a, we're, we're sitting here ranking all the wide receivers in the NFL, I would say Michael Pittman can range from probably about, I would say, 18th 
to probably 22. I would see 18 to 22. That's probably a fair assessment for Michael Pittman Jr. Because there there are times where he can take over a game. I mean, oh, we've yeah. seen it. We've seen where uh, he's able to create separation. He's able to be a problem for opposing defenses. And there are other times where where he might not be targeted for a good portion of the game or or it seems like he goes in invisible per se is that his fault is it the offense's fault or or the quarterback issues that we have seen since Michael Pittman Jr. became an Indianapolis Colt, I think it's probably a little bit of both. I, I certainly think he could get better uh, with his ability, but I also think, I mean, having a good quarterback throwing you the football is is huge for, for that aspect as well. So I, I could see him uh, when he's really on, he's, he's probably around – I would say 15, uh, but there are some games where they, they make you question, is he a true number one in the NFL? And that's why I think when you're talking about altogether, where does he rank in wide receivers? I think you could make a case for him at 18. You could make a case for him at 22, 23, somewhere around there. But but I do believe he is uh, capable of, of being a wide receiver one and should be considered a wide receiver one in in the nfl so great great question patrick and, yeah, and we we really appreciate all the support as always gets us directly into our first topic about michael pittman jr and stats matt i want to highlight this was well he said he had over a thousand yards with wentz and almost 100 catches on that horrific offense we had last year give him continuity and i think that's going to be huge for michael pittman jr he hasn't had again just like with all of these guys he hasn't had the same quarterback for for uh more than one season sometimes it's been a lot less than that and we his rookie season with philip rivers we saw him really start to come on towards the end of the year that second season with carson wentz it seemed like he had arrived he was really the focus for for the colts offense last year with the the quarterback carousel that they had Pittman still put up uh, uh, almost a hundred catches last year had 900 yards. And I, I think it was like four touchdowns or something, but it was hard to really succeed for, for any of those, any of those guys in that kind of offense last year. So, so Drake, let's kick this off. What are your expectations for Michael Pittman jr. In 2023? You know, I, I still expect him to be the go-to receiver for the offense. I mean, there's no one else yet that has elevated to convince me that, hey, no, he's the wide receiver too. I mean, for right now, we're talking about the expectations for the Colts, not the NFL. He is the number one wide receiver. He's going to be the guy they throw the most to. Um, I, I expect him to continue to elevate his play. I know that sounds crazy. But he's going to have a quarterback that that hit, that the mobility of this guy is going to potentially open up opportunities for Pittman. There's going to be a lot of different things that he can do with Richardson. And then I also do think that he's going to be used downfield more. I expect Pittman to get back to some of those those shots where he would catch from Carson Wentz. Like I think one game was when he pulled one down in triple coverage, like 30 yards down the field against the Cardinals. Like, I mean, that was the kind of explosive play Michael Pittman can make downfield with that big frame of his. I think people forgot that that's something he can do. So there's a lot of other expectations too. But for me, those are the, those are the first three that really stick out. 
We've got another super chat here from our girl Sarah. Sarah, again, we thank you so much for all your support. Uh, one of one of the the ones that is consistently in the chat supporting us from day one. Sarah says, "Love you, Drake and Andrew Pittman over one thousand yards." Uh, I think that's a. I think this year in this offense, uh, I'd be shocked if Pittman didn't get over a thousand yards. I, I I really think that Michael Pittman Jr is we're going to see, I wouldn't say a breakout season for Michael Pittman because I think he's known around the league, but but I think he's going to assert himself and say, hey, I, I am a wide receiver one. I can be counted on for this team. And I, I think one of the easy benchmarks for that is, is over a thousand yards. Sarah, greatly appreciate all of your support as always. And thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, but, but, but here's, here's the biggest thing for me that, that, and why I'm so confident in Michael Pittman Jr. This season is, is Shane Steichen, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. When, when Shane Steichen was introduced as the Colts head coach who was one of the first players that he mentioned Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman was at that press conference. Michael Pittman has been around the Colts facility all off season. When you talk about guys that, uh, that Pitt, that Steichen wants to get involved in the offense, he's consistently talked about Michael Pittman Jr. The Colts and Shane Steichen believe that Michael Pittman can fill that A.J. Brown role in that Philadelphia Eagles offense to a T. And, and I, I think so as well. When you look at Michael Pittman Jr., he's 6'4", 225 pounds. He's a big wide receiver. You don't necessarily think that Michael Pittman is, is classified as a big wide receiver because he's, he's more tall, long, and lanky. But when you put those two together and then when you see Michael Pittman running with the ball in his hands, you realize how much power this kid actually has. So when you're talking about that, that X wide receiver role that, that AJ Brown had uh, or currently has with the Philadelphia Eagles, you saw maybe it wasn't necessarily too many deep shots over the top. There were certainly times where, where that was, that took place, but it was more routes over the middle, kind of that third down possession wide receiver, but being able to get Michael Pittman jr. Out into space and letting him run with the ball after the catch, he's angry with that football he's a physical wide receiver with that football so being able to put michael pittman jr in those types of situations i really think is going to unlock really his the perfect the perfect combination for Pittman's skill set and that's why I think not only is he going to go over a hundred a thousand yards we could see a career high in, in yards 1200 yards 1300 yards for Michael Pittman between a combination of of Gardner Minshew and and and, and Anthony Richardson or, or is it just Anthony Richardson who knows but I think having this type of offense where Shane Steichen is going to continuously look for how to exploit mismatches and get his best players the football. I think Michael Pittman's going to fit seamlessly into that AJ Brown type role that we saw last year in the Philadelphia Eagles offense. And, and it's something that the Colts are going to want to take advantage of early and often uh, throughout this season to help give Anthony Richardson as much help as possible. 
Yeah. And one thing that, that I would love to see is a happy Michael Pittman. That's comfortable. You know, you, you could see sometimes there was a little bit of frustration last season from him, not anything that wasn't completely justified, uh, but man, he, he truly is a unique runner for a wide receiver. Once that guy gets the ball, a lot of receivers, you know, there's kind of shifty, maybe they're just super duper athletic, just, just stupid fast guys like Tyreek Hill. He's more of like a tight end when he catches the ball. He just, he is just so mad when he's got that football he'll run you over he is physical he wears down defenses he's got that huge frame like you talk about and look 225 230 pounds for a wide receiver i don't care how tall you are that's a lot of weight for a wide receiver so you mix all that together and what shane steichen could potentially have in store for him it really gets you excited you just want to finally get him kind of like stats matt mentioned that continuity because he's shown the numbers but he just needs the quarterback consistency and you might have yourself a star at wide receiver might don't jump the gun. <laughs> right. And here's something that I want, I kind of want to talk about too. Spooks Hill Joe says number ones, don't drop passes or fumble. I'm surprised he's still here. No hate, just facts. Uh, I'm not sure where that's coming from Joe, because when, when you look compared to the rest of the league, Michael Pittman jr, his drop percentage is one of the lowest in the league and his fumble percentage is one of the lowest in the NFL as well. So uh, he, he really doesn't have a problem with, with ball security. Not every, there's not a single wide receiver out there that's going to catch every single ball. And, and as far as drops and fumbles go, Michael Pittman jr is very low on, on that list. So that I, I don't, don't think that when you're if you want to talk about some other things that might constitute Michael Pittman as not being a wide receiver one I'm all years but but drop passes and fumbles just it just does not does not stand um but, but Drake when when we look to uh to some of the biggest question marks that Michael Pittman Jr. has for this 2023 season. I mean, obviously he's in a contract year, so it, it seems like you really want to to answer those questions if the Colts are going to give him that long-term contract that he's desires. So what are some of your biggest uh, question marks for Michael Pittman as he enters year four? You know, I real quick, I want to address that, like the drop catches and fumbles thing. It, there were moments where he could have, I think last season, you know, there were some first downs, maybe some like extended plays he could have made where there were, there was a drop or two, but again, it's it, everybody, everybody in the league does at some point drop a pass. I'm just saying that when you have that much of a rotation at quarterback, some of the drops seem like they're more glaring uh, because mm -hmm. he was really the only guy on the wideout or the wide receiver core that was making plays or it seemed so. So I think he got a lot more of a negative feedback from that, but um, I think that it's number one is it's kind of cliche, but can he can he solidify himself as a as a wide receiver one next season? And I'm talking NFL. Can he get everybody to look at him like, you know what, when I see Michael Pittman Jr. pass for the Indianapolis Colts in fantasy, I look at him like a wide receiver one. You know, can he start to consensus, you know, get that consensus opinion? Um, and I'm really intrigued to see how he's going to mesh with a, such a young and inexperienced quarterback. You know, I know Richardson and his pre uh I think it was his pre-draft interview or combine interview. Didn't like the word raw, but he is, <laughs> he is raw. So I'm really intrigued to see how a guy like Pittman who's gone through all these quarterbacks is going to mesh with another new face and for the years to come. So those are my two questions. Yeah, I, I like those. And, and I think those are, those are fair questions. And, and for me, it, it does kind of go back to the wide receiver one debate. And, and honestly, I think, I think, uh, 
uh, I think Patrick put it perfectly. Is he a wide receiver one for the Colts? I think so. I, I don't think that's Definitely. really up for debate, at least right now, until the Colts either trade for a wide receiver, sign a free agent wide receiver that's better than Pittman, or the, somehow the Colts end up uh, drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. next next spring, which is at this point highly unlikely. Um, but uh, when, when you're talking about Pittman, can he be considered a wide receiver one for the rest of the league? Can he kind of uh, enter that upper echelon of wide receivers? Uh, I'm not talking about like maybe like top five wide receivers. I don't think that's necessarily a, 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 a fair assessment. Um, but I, I think when you're talking about can Michael Pittman Jr. enter that top 10 to 12 wide receiver in the NFL where you can he can be consistently counted upon to go out there each season get you about 100 balls get your 1300 yards and get you six to eight touchdowns every season and and I think if you can get that out of Michael Pittman Jr., that's a solid wide receiver one. That's that's about what T.Y. Hilton was getting when, and I would consider, I think everybody would consider T.Y. Hilton a wide receiver one in his prime. Um, he certainly put up the production for it, and I think Pittman can get to that level as well. What Pitt, what T.Y. Hilton had on his side was Andrew Luck and the consistency of Andrew Luck through the first few years of his career which Pittman hasn't had. So if Pittman can get some consistency with a quarterback, a la Anthony Richardson, those two start to work together uh, over the next few years, then I think that's going to bump up Pittman's production and his numbers consistently. Because when you want to judge him on other things, I, I think one of the biggest things to judge a wide receiver on is, is separation. Michael Pittman ranked in the, in the to quote, Jim Ursay, the upper quartile of, of guys that cre create separation versus man coverage or, or versus zone coverage. So he, he's, he's a guy that can consistently get open. Can he certainly, can he work on that? Certainly. But when you're considering all the other wide receivers in the league, Pittman is on the, the, the upper end of that. So can this consistency with a quarterback, can he really get to uh, the, the top 10 to 12 wide receivers in the NFL where you feel, com feel comfortable saying, you know what, Pittman is a wide receiver one for the Colts. And, and when the Colts are in a pinch on a third down or a tough down, the Colt, everyone in the building knows that Anthony Richardson's going to throw it to Michael Pittman Jr. And he can still go out there and make a play. Yeah, and again, it's it might take a little bit of time at the very start of the season. Let's hypothetically say Richardson starts. You might see a little bit of miscommunication. You might see some badly thrown balls, or maybe Pittman has one route in mind and Richardson has another. We see plays like that even from veterans, all right? So it's it might take time, but I'm telling you, Pittman has the skill set to fit Richardson's passing ability, all right, and, and where he really excels. So I think that this is a good recipe for Michael Pittman, like you said, to not only have 1,000 yards, but to – um, make an impact, uh, especially in the red zone again, and actually catch some touchdowns. Cause that's really where I think a lot of, I think he caught a lot of short passes, which he's not really a strong, it's not strong suit. And then he, he really wasn't targeted as much probably in the red zone as he should have been. So I would agree. 
Nathan has a question here. Hello, guys. Will Richardson's contract get done before day one of training camp? Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely assume so. There, there's really there's there's nothing to worry about on that. They just yeah. have a lot of depth <laughs> of the things that they have or have to work through with those first round guys. Uh, don't I, I would not worry about Richardson's contract. We have another super chat from Inside the Shoe. Really appreciate uh, your support. Uh, love to see you in the chat inside the shoe. They Thank ask, you. where do y'all see Isaiah McKenzie in our offense? So we're going to talk about Isaiah Ooh. McKenzie later in the show. But what we could answer this real quick, uh, Drake, uh, I, I think I'll go first on this. I see Isaiah McKenzie battling for that slot receiver starting position, possibly even winning that that competition with Josh Downs. We'll have to see how things go out during camp. But, but I think I, primarily Isaiah McKenzie will be in the slot. Uh, but as he said when we, when we interviewed him a couple months back, he could be used all over the offense. We might even see some plays where he's uh, lined up in the backfield uh, and, and could be more of that gadget guy. But but I think Isaiah McKenzie will have a prominent role uh, in this Colts offense. What do you think, Drake? Yeah, it was really inter- it was really interesting what he said in that interview where we had him on. He said he you know he kind of had a, a an, an energy about him that he just wants to you know, compete. He just wants to do something to help the team, but he said he really wants to get a pro bowl. And, you know, uh, I, I think that that would be really interesting. I, I agree that I think he's going to be mostly in the slot. You'll see him on some gadget plays, but also he's got a lot of experience returning kicks and punts. I mean, he might be able to compete for that kick returner, punt returner spot if Dallas flowers, um, you know, gets upended by him. So I think you're going to see him in a lot of roles though, but especially in that slot, he's going to give Richardson a veteran look for short passes. I think inside the shoe, really appreciate the super chat. You're, you're the absolute man. And to kind of cap off our, our talk on Michael Pittman, Drake, what do you see his impact being in 2023? Uh, I think he's going to, I think he's without question, kind of going back to what we said, our expectations are, he's going to be the wide receiver one for the Colts. All right. I don't really think there's any debating that. Um, he's going to help Anthony Richardson get adjusted. He's going to be a focal point for Anthony Richardson's passing when he needs a play, regardless of if he's the NFL equivalent of a wide receiver one or not, he's going to have to play like one. Cause I think Richardson's going to lean on him. Um, Steichen's offense and Michael Pittman jr. Really entices me. I think that's going to give him a chance to make some cool things happen. And I do, I do think he's going to have more of an impact in the red zone. I think he's going to get uh, – there's a lot of mouths to feed, especially with that tight end group being so big. But, man, I'm telling you, I think that Michael Pittman is going to easily, easily get past four, six, maybe even seven touchdown catches, finally going to score some points for the team. Yeah, I be. I think – I think he's going to be that security blanket for for an Anthony Richardson as he gets going early. We've seen the past quarterbacks of the, over the last couple seasons with with Carson Wentz. He was Wentz's security blanket. Mm-hmm. He was Matt Ryan's security blanket. So going these these it seems like whoever's the quarterback they they gravitate to Michael Pittman and, and aware of where he is on every single play. But like I said earlier, I'm I'm very excited to see how uh, Shane Steichen uses Michael Pittman. I do think he's going to be, again, a vocal point for this offense. Like you mentioned, Drake, just right, like right there with Jonathan Taylor. You want to get your best guys the football. Jonathan and Michael Pittman Jr., best players on this Colts offense. So they're, they're going to look to him early and often to try to get Anthony Richardson settled down. And I love the point you made about him getting more red zone touches. Uh, but I, I think what we're going to see a little bit different from last year, 
we're going to start to see Michael Pittman up down the field a little bit more uh, to use that big body, those long arms to win those contest those contested catches down the field that he so often did win with with Carson Wentz. Just didn't get those opportunities last year. So I mm-hmm. I'm very excited for for the Colts to uh, to see what they have with Michael Pittman this year. And and if I was the Colts, I would probably lock Pittman up before the season starts because if he has a breakout season with the Colts this year that's just going to drive that price tag way up right now I think you could get him for that mid wide receiver one money but if he has a pro bowl level season he's going to be one of like one of those top five to seven guys in the NFL and and rightfully so so you might want to you might just want to cash in and lock him up before that price ends up going up on Michael Pittman Junior. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And then the next guy we're going to talk about here is Alec Pierce, uh, a guy that 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 came onto the scene, had a nice rookie season, didn't didn't break any any records or or anything, but I think having Alec Pierce in this offense in an explosive offense is just what the doctor ordered uh, for number 14. So what are your expectations for Alec Pierce Drake as he heads into his sophomore season? Man, I think he's going to easily. I mean, hey, when you had a when you had a season like 2022, the only where to, the only place to go is up. All right. So I think that he's going to make a that second year jump in production. Um I think that he fits perfectly in Steichen's scheme so I think that he will be Richard's legitimately deadliest threat deep that's going to be the number one guy you cannot let beat you because he's got lightning speed and he's got high jumping ability and he's tall so he's going to really catch the attention of a lot of defenses 
And I do think he's going to be targeted more. I don't think he was targeted enough between the, you know, the laughable at best QB rotation. Um, but I also think going back to what we said about Michael Pittman, man, look for Alec Pierce to get some more red zone targets. Two touchdowns simply was not enough for somebody like him. We have another super chat from Patrick here. Happy fifth birthday to Henry. Uh, whoever Henry is, hey, happy fifth birthday <laughs> to Henry. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I mean, I see in your profile picture there, Patrick, you've got a dog. So if it's is a it dog, dog, I mean, Drake Drake and I, big dog guys. We, we yeah, absolutely love dogs sure. around here. So if it's a dog, happy birthday. If it's a person, hey, happy fifth birthday to Henry. Again, Patrick, thank you so much for all of your support. But but I, yeah, I, I, this offense is perfect for, for Alec Pierce. You're going to see a lot more deep balls Alec Pierce's way. I think think towards the maybe to the, the the middle of last season middle to end of last season we saw Pierce kind of hit maybe a rookie wall towards the end of the year uh, but it also wasn't helped by the the the, the catastrophic quarterback play uh, that we were witness to as well but I think Alec Pierce, not only can he be somebody that 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 really the Colts can use on those deep shots from Anthony Richardson, uh, I, I think we're going to see a more well-rounded Alec Pierce, not somebody that just ha- that can only get those contested deep balls. Uh, I think he's going to be, I think he's been really working hard on his route running this, this, this offseason to be a more well-rounded wide receiver. So that way he's trusted in, in, different instances whether it's short medium or deep he's able to get open more Uh, i think coming from maybe a smaller school and a little bit lesser competition in the conference that cincinnati plays at he definitely struggled with the press coverage and the physicality of the nfl so another year in an nfl uh, uh strength and conditioning program certainly will help alec pierce as well but I think we're just going to see not only a guy that can excel on those deep balls, but just a more well-rounded wide receiver in Alec Pierce this year. Well, and he he's going to also get uh, some continuity at quarterback. I know he's only been in the league one year, but the dude's already had three freaking quarterbacks. I mean, it's incredible what he was able to do as a rookie who is who came from a team that played in you know maybe some lesser competition with a a potentially rag-armed veteran. Nick Foles, who had no idea what was going on, and Sam Ellinger, who may not have been ready. I mean, he still made some big plays. So I'm excited that he's going to get someone like Richardson. He's going to get someone like Steichen. And finally, you're going to get, again, continuity. It's been a big word in this episode. Shout out to Logan Schmidt for joining us just a half hour late this evening. Uh, <laughs> I, I got, I got, I give it to stats, man. I got to give it to Logan. Now. That's right. But hey, hey uh, appreciate you being here, Logan, as always, but, but Drake, I, I kind of ta- touched on it where some, some of the, uh, the question marks for Alec Pierce, but, but what do you think are his biggest uh, question marks uh, as gets into a new offense new quarterback and and also trying to establish himself in the nfl as a legitimate threat well hey i think he's in the right offense i do not think that he belongs in a conservative offense of any kind i think he needs to be in one that's aggressive so he's in that um can he continue that to improve that route running um we saw that he has incredible ability deep with with the deep ball 50 50 ball creating separation can he get that route running on point because that will really that mentality that's going to expand how much he can do and also can he be it's kind of similar but can he be more than just a vertical threat can you potentially you know maybe if you're on the 10 yard line could you completely throw the defense off and throw this dude a screen pass this big huge frame is running 10 yards like use him in different ways other than just a jump ball guy vertical threat guy 
that's, those are the two things that I'm I'm looking for some uh, answers on. And I think that honestly, I think that he's he's got a lot of a lot of potential to get those short up. Yeah, I, I, I do too. There's there's going to be plenty of opportunities for Alec Pierce this year. I think the biggest thing for me is is because last year, technically Paris Campbell was the wide receiver too for the Colts. Yeah. Um, I, I think Paris Campbell was the one that getting a lot more of those opportunities. But now Alec Pierce is, is jumping into that wide receiver two role. Can he keep up the production or up his production when he's getting tougher matchups on the outside uh, when there's being more attention drawn to uh, Alec Pierce besides him being just a third option in his offense because now he is that quote-unquote wide receiver too or that second option for the wide receivers in this Colts offense so getting getting more attention from defenses can he overcome that and still become a viable threat where where defenses have to respect him and his ability shout out to my wife danielle moore uh for the super sticker there thank you so much for your your nightly super sticker on this show uh thank you so much for your support as she's enjoying her her summer off from teaching um thank you so much my beautiful wife danielle but uh drake let's let's dive into this what what's what's alec pierce's impact in in 2023 because if if all things go well i think we're talking about alec pierce having a massive impact just because of his fit in this offense but if, if he doesn't step up to the occasion then i think there's going to be some heat on alec pierce whether he can be uh, a legitimate option in this for this colts team moving forward so what do you think he, his impact is going to be this season well, look, again, he's got a quarterback who's willing to throw deep and a coach who wants to do the same thing. So I think that last year can almost be an outlier, really. Um, but I do think that he suits Anthony Richardson's strengths the best of anybody on the receiving core. I think he could be leaned on for the deep ball, just like Pittman's leaned on for volume catches. Man, if you're looking for a deep shot, he might just throw it up to Pierce, you know, and just hope he can go get it. So uh, he's still the best deep threat on the team. I do think that's his biggest impact right now. Um, but again, I think he can also get more red zone targets and with those deep shots, he could potentially start opening up other opportunities for them for some other guys underneath, because the more you shoot deep on a defense, the more that they're going to start relaxing that secondary and it's going to open up a lot underneath. I really like the stat line from stats, Matt Drake, 55 catches for 800 yards and four touchdowns. That really mm. seems about the sweet spot for me for Alec Pierce. Uh, and I, and I, I would be very, I would be very happy with, with 55 catches, 800 yards, four TDs. That's a solid number two option. I think when you're talking about a, a rookie quarterback, new option, new, new offense, I, I think that'd be a really good spot for Alec Pierce. Uh, I definitely think, like you mentioned, we, we we are all expecting some some deep shots to Alec Pierce and for him to win a good amount of those. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think because of what we saw last season as a rookie, and and I think he's just going to continue to grow from there. He has that volleyball background. Uh, his brother and, and him are, have also that basketball background. Hell, his brother plays basketball at Princeton. Uh, they yeah. went on that run in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. Uh, but I, I I think Alec Pierce doesn't have to light the world on fire for it to be a successful season. Uh, I I just you want to see improvements in the route running. Uh, 
you want to see him become a legitimate threat on the outside and you and you don't want him to to completely disappear when he's getting matched up with with a, a, a tough cornerback you want to see him be more physical you want to see him win some of those matchups but again his primary role in his offense is going to be that vertical deep threat and and it's going to be fun to see that that connection with him and anthony richardson because remember when we talked about uh mini camp and, and otas that 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 note that we talked about where every time anthony richardson was on the field in, in a team setting whether it was 11 on 11 or 7 on 7 whether it was the first team or second team alec pierce was out there with anthony the Colts want to get those two going off the right foot and really start to starting to create chemistry early. So that way that can be a, they can exploit. So I, I'm excited for a sophomore season from Alec Pierce. And, and I, I think just the fact that he's in this type of offense, it's going to suit him really, really well. Now we get to a battle that I think is going to be the most interesting battle when talking about the wide receivers. And it's for that slot wide receiver role. Josh Downs, the third pick out of North Carolina versus Isaiah McKenzie, the free agent signing from the Buffalo Bills. So, so when we talk about uh, this, this, this battle, Drake, what do you think? Uh, let's, let's start with, let's start with Josh Downs. Where do you think Josh Downs may have an edge over Isaiah McKenzie? I think Josh Downs probably has an edge, and I, this is no disrespect because I think Isaiah McKenzie's a great receiver, but I think that Josh Downs is more of a true slot receiver. I think that he's the volume guy. I think he's the quick twitchy guy who also – he's tiny, but my God, this guy's catch radius. It is stupid. It's ridiculous. Anything that's within arm's length, I mean, you might as well just at least call it a pretty good chance he's going to get the ball. Um, so I do think he's probably got better hands. Um, I think that long-term, this guy is a seriously, I think that there's a lot of plans for Josh Downs, especially kind of like we were talking about. You got some burners that can push a defense deep, and then you got tight ends that can also occupy the linebackers. Well, that opens up a lot of opportunities in the Shane Steichen offense for a guy like Downs. So he might even be a better fit than McKenzie long-term for this offense. But um Man, huge safety blanket for Richardson. They're already starting to build the rapport. And again, I always go back to it. His hands are ridiculous. Reggie Wayne literally said he thought he was the best wide receiver in the draft. Yeah, hands hands is a is a huge one because Isaiah McKenzie throughout his career has been known for for drops in in some situations. And with Josh Downs, that the kid hardly ever drops a pass. It seems like whenever it's thrown his way, if it's catchable. Josh Downs is going to get his hands on it and and bring that in. And and then when you talk about the separation that Josh Downs creates on those short throws, it's just kind of the, the perfect quick win wide receiver for this Shane Steichen offense uh, that Steichen was was looking for. Compare it to, not, they won't play the same position in this offense, but you kind of compare it to, to Devontae Smith with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Devontae Smith was a quick quick win wide receiver who could win off the line of scrimmage, catch the ball, and, and do some damage with yards after the catch. Now, Devontae Smith's a little bit taller than, than Josh Downs, maybe just a little bit bigger, but Josh Downs is still that quick win wide receiver fast off the line can can really create separations you get the ball in his hands and and, and just let him go to work Isaiah McKenzie 
on the other hand, is is more of that gadget guy that I was saying. Yeah, I think I think Isaiah McKenzie is is faster than Josh Downs, has probably more more track speed, more straight line speed, but you can use them in a variety of different ways. You can use them on those jet sweeps. You can use them out of the bat field. You can put them in the slot. The Buffalo Bills really moved him around last year to, to, to really take advantage of the matchup. So where are some of the areas that, that you think Isaiah McKenzie kind of has the advantage over Josh Downs? I mean, I think Isaiah McKenzie understands the, uh, it, it really, I'm not saying he's not a great player, but I mean, it is the NFL experience of knowing those defenses that really suits him well. He's similar to Downs in his size and kind of his role, but he's going to know where to sit down in those zone coverages. He's going to find the pockets. He's going to, he's going to know like when to potentially call a, you know, even a hot route at the line. I mean, th th this is a guy who's going to understand the, his role in the offense better than Downs will. Now I think that Isaiah McKenzie has, way more opportunity to be more in more places on the field. Again, kick returner, punt returner, potentially in the backfield, potentially on the outside on a reverse, or, you know, he's obviously going to play the slot. I think that his advantage is he's going to be able to be more versatile, I think. Mm -hmm. And I do think early on, he's going to have the advantage. I, I, I think that Downs is going to have to actually learn from McKenzie, if I'm being honest. But I mean, look, man, Josh Downs, he's a great receiver, fantastic prospect. But McKenzie right now, he's the proven. He's the guy who you know what you're going to get, and right now he's probably got a little bit of a leg up on downs, if we're being honest. And and talking when we talked to Isaiah McKenzie earlier this year, right after he signed with the Colts, I mean, hundred percent a locker room guy. He oh, is yeah. going to be somebody that that wide receiver room gravitates to. He's going to be a leader, and and he's going to be somebody that isn't afraid to help out the younger guys, like an Alec Pierce, like a Josh Downs. I expect Josh Downs to probably be at the hip of Isaiah McKenzie all through training camp and all through the year, uh, despite them battling it out for for snaps there at that slot wide receiver position. So it's it's a good thing to have, and I think both of them are going to see considerable amount of snaps for this offense this year and and each one of them is going to be used in in different ways so so drake if you had to kind of make a prediction right now what do you think that that battle is going to look like josh downs versus isaiah mckenzie uh I'll, i can split it up this split this up into two parts who do you think starts day one or who do you think is the starter week one um and then by the end of the season is it that same starter or or does somebody else kind of take over that role well, I mean, I I think also if you think about the fact that, you know, Downs is still he's just kind of like maintaining a little, uh, you know, small injury. And McKenzie's not. I, I do. I do think that McKenzie's going to start day one. I do think, though, as the year goes along and at some point um, you may see Josh Downs take that role because he, I, I think that at the end of the day, this is a business and they want to get Josh Downs out there as soon as possible in unison with Richardson. They're both rookies. Okay. They want to get these guys, you know, connecting mentally in the game rather than just in practice. So for starters, it's going to be McKenzie in my opinion, but I think at some point during the season, maybe week nine, 10, 11, something like that, maybe even sooner, you, you'll probably see Josh Downs take the role. I feel like there's a lot of parallels with Josh Downs and T.Y. Hilton. I mean, when when the Colts when the Colts took a last time they took a first round quarterback and Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton was a third round pick. Anthony Richardson, first round pick. Josh Downs, third round pick. And, and I think both of those guys, smaller guys that started out in the slot 
and ended up being something out something more than just a, a slot wide receiver well when ty hilton started his career he wasn't the bona fide starter at, at the slot wide receiver he, he would come in and do some work here and there but as the season went along Colts fans and everybody realized, oh, T.Y. Hilton's going to be a problem for, for years to come. So I, I kind of see that playing out with, with Josh Downs. Maybe he, he doesn't start week one. Maybe he doesn't get a lot of production early in the season. But as he gets more comfortable and as the Colts, he gets more, more opportunities within this Colts offense, I think we're really going to see Josh Downs shine. And and some, some people already think he's going to be a problem, but I think we'll put the rest of the world on notice that Josh Downs will be a problem for other teams across the NFL. Bell. Um, and then I, I think one of our one of the uh, bigger questions just about this wide receiver group in general, Drake, and it's kind of been a question that the Colts have had for a number of years now, is do they have enough? Do the Colts have enough depth at the wide receiver position? Uh, to to last the year to be able to support Anthony Richardson all of those kind of things so do you believe that the Colts have enough enough depth at the wide receiver position or should they go out and and bring in some more help so I actually I actually did take a gander at this Uh, I looked at the Indianapolis Colts website and initially I was like you know they they probably need some extra depth they really don't they they have quite a few names. In fact, they have so many names, they're going to have to cut some people. So I, I really think that if you're talking about the big five, all right, we're talking about Michael Pittman, talking about Alec Pierce, Isaiah, or, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, Josh Downs, Ashton Doolin, and, and Brashad Perriman. In fact, that's six. All right, there's mm-hmm. like five or six other names that are behind them too, like it seems. So I think the Colts have got everybody they want. I don't think you're going to see anything else happen. Like I said, I think they're set with depth, and I think that right now they're trying to analyze who do we keep, actually. I, I actually think they're they're in a better spot than they have been in, in terms of depth because you, you just named six right there. Mm-hmm. Five of them are locks to make the roster. Uh, mm-hmm. Paraman, I think, would be on the bubble. They're also talking about maybe Mike Strawn, who's been on the roster the past couple seasons. Uh, they've worked with some other guys that, that are brought in as camp bodies here. There's going to be... The, wide, the competition to make this roster uh, for the wide receiver position, especially with that last spot, is going to be pretty intense throughout training camp in this summer. So it's it's going to be it's going to be very fun to watch. Another super chat from Patrick here, uh, and he says Megastron is mega gone. Uh, that might have to be a a headline um, uh, for one of one of our articles if if that indeed becomes true. But again, Patrick. Uh legend legend is the only we'll, thing we'll, throw, we we'll throw you some dollars if one of us uses that for a uh a title you know yeah yeah if, there if we go there we go patrick uh, that's uh, i mean like i said legend is the only thing you can be described as appreciate all the support uh but drake to kind of cap off this episode here you already gave kind of some six names uh but let's run through it what is your depth chart for the wide receiver position of the colts entering the 2023 season so I, I do, I, I stand by it. I think it's going to be one is Pittman, two is Pierce, three is McKenzie, and this is week one. Uh, four will be Downs, five will be Doolin, and number six will be Perriman. And I think that that number six spot, I do think Doolin's going to stay on the team, okay? But perhaps he stays in that special teams role and becomes a wide receiver six, and they're like, hey, Perriman's more of a deep threat. They move him up. I think that those will be interchangeable. I, I really like those six, and those are my six as well. And I, I think each one of those 
I mean, of those top three guys, you have a backup that fits their role pretty, pretty nicely. So when you're talking about the X wide receiver position with, uh, with Michael Pittman, I, I think when you're you're talking about Ashton Doolin as being that that backup X, while Ashton Doolin he's known for having incredible speed, he's mm-hmm. also bigger than a lot of people think. He's their best blocking wide receiver, and and he's uh, that he can also act as a possession wide receiver. When you're talking about the other outside wide receiver position, the Z with Alec Pierce, deep threat, Brashad Perriman. A, a very good deep threat and has proven it throughout his career. He can play that Z position and really Doolin and Perriman could, could, per, could really be interchangeable for those outside positions. And then we're talking about that battle inside with Josh Downs and Isaiah McKenzie. Those guys can, can really complement one another. I'll go Pittman Pierce. I think by the end of the year, it'll be downs probably starts out as McKenzie in the starting slot. Uh, and then the other one will be that, wide receiver for Doolin Parham. Those will be my six, but I honestly am, am more comfortable with the Colts wide receiver position than I have been in years. And it's all out there now. It's now time for those young guys, Pittman, Pierce, Downs, go out there and take the reins and be that next great trio of wide receivers for the Indianapolis Colts. And it starts this year with Anthony Richardson. So that's our show for this evening, guys. Really a lot of fun talking about this wide receiver yeah. position and, and what it what it not only what it is right now, but what it could be. That's the exciting part that all these guys are young, up and coming wide receivers, uh guys on the on the cusp of their uh uh of their prime and Michael Pittman pierced up and coming the possibilities with Josh Downs fun, fun group. And I think the Colts have a, have a really some good talent at this position. I want to give a shout out to Patrick as always for his super chats, just absolutely dominating uh, tonight, Sarah inside the shoe, my beautiful wife, Danielle, thank you all so much for the support. Uh, and, and it's been a, it's been a lot of fun talking about this group. And if you haven't done so already, please, we'd really appreciate a follow on all of our social medias like horseshoe huddle on facebook follow at colts on fn on twitter and subscribe to the youtube channel hit that bell so you know when drake and i are going live and hit that like on this episode because tonight was a really good one uh so go ahead and hit that like button as well if you can't catch us on youtube subscribe rate review on apple spotify google wherever you get your podcasts we always appreciate those as well drake well, it's the dog days of the NFL uh, uh, season. We're still pushing out that content on horseshoehuddle.com. Right. What are some things that people can check out on the site that you've written? So I just released uh, uh, three strengths and weaknesses for both the offense and defense that could potentially be present in the 2023 season. And then one that's going to start is three potential pro bowlers for the offense in 2023. And then later there will be the defensive side too. So go check those out. I've read both those pieces. Great reads. Go check those out. Wanted to wanted to shout out to our fans and, and all the supporters. I've uh, received a lot of good comments about the Anthony Richardson rookie files piece uh, over the weekend. So thank you all so much for reading that. It was a fun one to write. And uh, it, it, I think it will make everybody even more of a fan of Anthony Richardson. But, but for me, tomorrow on the docket, Tuesday morning, Juju Brents, that rookie files piece is going live. So that one's going to be fun. And we'll have Josh Downs rookie files later in the week. You can follow Drake at D Walster Drake. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL, and we will be back 
Thursday night to talk about the tight end position and some up and comers uh, are definitely in that group as well. Very exciting group to chat about. So until Thursday night with from Drake and I have a good one.